Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a bishop. I just had myself a gator. Are you guys tired of hearing us say this? We're sick and tired of playing this. We are. And why don't we record it? We just keep doing it live every I time. I don't know. You guys just need to go over to martinascigars.com and pick up some bishops and gators. Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah. We'll stop playing this if you guys yeah. just buy our cigars. Tell you what, we'll make you a deal. What's that? If they go and buy the bishop and gator, we're going to do this podcast for free for them. There we go. Go buy bishops and gators. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me, as always... It's Gator on the Traveling Freak Show, an evangelical cigar revival. We are coming to you right now, currently, in the courtyard pool area of the Hotel Alba in Tampa, Florida. Yes, we are. It is a little windy out here. The wind does like to travel through here, so, you know, forgive, but... We're poolside. Guys. I'd much rather be poolside and in in Tampa than than on your deck. There was right a now. lovely young lady while ago over at the pool. There was. There was. So, well, guys, we have had a wonderful trip to Tampa, Florida. Oh my God! If you've never been to Tampa before, I haven't since I was twelve. I had no idea. It is cigar mecca, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have had so many cigars. We've met so many cool people. Gone so many neat places. And had entirely way too much good food to eat. Oh, it has been a thing. Yeah, the 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 belt is stressed right now. And as with any trip with me and Jeff, there has been... Ignorance? Lots of ignorance. Yeah. So, why don't we go ahead and get into that? But first... Let me, let, me, let me say something. Okay. This is normally the point in the podcast where we do the cut and the light, and we do the cold run, the cold retro hail. Yep, yep. And we go through, you know, all those, uh, you know, bits and pieces. Yep. Of smoking a good, you know, cigar. Yep. The problem we have is we have blown our palates all to hell. Mm. Blown to hell. We've smoked all the cigars. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and make the cut noise, and then we're going to talk about Riverman. Okay. You fuck that yeah. all up. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's not as easy as it looks, is it, Jeff? No, it's not at all. I'm afraid I'm going to break my jaw. Way too far away. Hold on. Hold on. Just, just fifth time's a try. Hey, look at that. There we go. Good God. <laughs> anyway, so we have... Riverman uh, Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan, he's got everything. Go shop at his store. Go for it, Nick. <laughs> what the hell? Ah, <laughs> uh, Dan. He does He does uh, mail order. He does mail order. He does do mail order. You can, you can get... Our man Dan, Riverman Cigar Company. Crestwood, Missouri, St. Louis. Dan, this is why I need to keep doing your ads for you. <laughs> anyway, so we're a little giddy. Um, the 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 reason that this is kind of a little sloppy is um, full disclosure. Jeff and I are currently already smoking yes. cigars. Uh, we were sitting We've out never here. Stopped. We were sitting out here, and um, quite frankly, we uh, we lit up, and then we're like, "Hey, let's bang this out real quick." And we're like, "Okay." Yeah, so, we got a little time before we need to be at the airport. Yep. And I'm thinking. Why, why go home and then talk about being here when we can be here and talk about being here? So that's what we did. So, Amen. So, guys, so this trip started on Thursday. Thursday. Jeff and I left St. Louis, and I got to say, first of all, the airport experience in St. Louis leaving yes. was fantastic. Absolutely. If there has been one silver lining to come out of coronavirus, how it is can, that the airport is it like that? wonderful right now. There's no one there. Now, the companies might be failing and the restaurants are 
dying to stay open yeah. and everything. But but you know what? But travel God, travel yeah. wise, it was pleasant it at was. the airport. I have the TSA pre-check. Jeff does not. He got through TSA in the same amount of time it took me. Yep. That's how few people there were. And we got on the plane. The plane left, uh, what, 10 minutes early? Yeah. Because everybody, everybody was on it already. plane was at best half full. Yep. I mean, all the open middle seats and everything. Everybody had room to spread out. We wore our masks. And you and I are portly men of size. And we so are. So it was nice to have that middle seat. Well, it was nice for whoever would have been in that middle seat jammed in between us. Well, that ended up being the BF chicken. It was, yeah. That little bastard came strolling. I tell you what, when I looked up... I didn't even know he was out of jail, to be honest. When I looked up and saw that cock walking down the uh, jetway, I'm like, God damn it. Somebody bail him out, and I need to figure out... I need to do a little looking into who that was. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. Yeah. And so then... Um, so then we took off, and two hours... And he, and you know what? The funny thing is, he kept fluttering around the whole flight. I don't know if he thought he could fly, too, mm. but, yeah, anyway. And we took off, and we got down to Tampa, and the first thing we did was obviously check into the hotel, and then as soon as we did that... Great hotel, by the way. Hotel oh, Alba. Hotel Alba has been wonderful. Yeah, we uh, can't say enough good stuff. Everybody here has been super nice. Met some really nice people that we'll get into in a little bit when we're talking about Friday night at the hotel bar. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I figured that was inevitable. Yeah, it's pretty much like Thanos. It's inevitable. Anyway. So, yeah, so we took our Uber down to Ybor City because Thursday night. why wouldn't we? I mean, we're like, you know, we're here. Let's just let's just do it. Let's head down. Full immersion. And um, our friend Ryan from the Hill Cigar Company in St. Louis. Ryan used to live in, Ybor, or in uh, Tampa. Yes. Spent a lot of time in Ybor City. Um, Ryan, you know, he's a native down here. And so I asked him before we left. Hey, where are some places we need to go? Great recommendation. He gave a number of really great recommendations. And one of them that he said was a place called King Corona. And King Corona, not only do they sell cigars, but they have a menu of different items for breakfast and lunch and dinner. And they have a bar and they make their own coffee. And so Jeff and I went there for dinner Thursday night. And that's when I saddled up to the humidor, got myself a couple of sticks, and then sat at the bar and had a wonderful Cuban sandwich. As did I. With plantain chips. Oh, so good. So good. You weren't looking forward to those. I don't like plantain. Oh, you're wrong. I typically do not like plantain. But I'll tell you what, the plantain chips were wonderful. Yep. It was great. I liked them. So, So we had a great time at King Corona Thursday night. And then after we left King Corona... We went down. We we hit a couple of little shops and whatnot. They but were, by the way, King Corona was full of uh, Fuente and mm-hmm. J.C. Newman cigars, mm-hmm. just full to the just packed with those in the humidor. Well, they're based yeah. here, packed but, with those in the humidor. Yeah, yeah, but they're based here. But um, you know, there's other. There were other cigar brands available there as well, and then they also had their own house blend yep. that that they had made. For I tried them, one of those. I, I enjoyed. I it. I was gonna say I had one. I had. There was one that was like a Nicaraguan cigar that I that I liked a lot. So we we sat there and smoked and had a good time and you know hung out and then uh, kind of called it Thursday night because Friday Friday at nine thirty. That's the reason we were here. That's the reason we we're here. That's when we went and took the tour of the J.C. Newman Factory El Rey Low. Now, if you have not listened to Friday's podcast, you're going to want to do that because that talks about. 
that tour specifically in great detail. Well, we had such we, a good time. We have time. some things we can talk about here yeah. about that too. But you need because to go back and listen to that. You need to go back more. to listen to Friday's episode. But but let's be real, Jeff. Friday's episode is mostly our interview with Bobby and Eric Newman. Yes, with some stuff bookended, you know, and everything around it. But but there are some aspects that I do want to touch on uh, about that tour. Touch away. Like for example, um, how you. I'm standing there listening to Nick give the yeah our our tour guy's name is Nick as well. Yes, Nick Sta- squared. Standing there listening to Nick give this tour, and you just start fluttering away, like a freaking, just the most ADD riddled person I've ever met. Just looking okay. at things, when, taking pictures. Yes, sack just of like, shit. When we got <laughs> there, what did you say? I'm on photo duty. Yeah, but so you didn't what did have I do? to like completely like just walk away and ignore everything. No, I was taking you. pictures of you taking the tour, you sack of shit. <laughs> and it was funny. I got to say this uh, about Nick at uh, J.C. Newman, and I love you, brother. I love you to death. But he, he, every time I went to take his picture, he would just stare right at the camera. Like I was trying to get the candid shots of yeah, you, know, you taking the tour. Yeah, you're trying <laughs> to get the candid shots. And he's he just was like, like a deer in headlights. Like, camera. Look. <laughs> it was, it was so funny. Thing. Yeah, it was cute. Um. But no, so we, we took that tour, and I'll tell you what was so cool was that since um, since it was just us and you know kind of a, a you know media tour and everything, that's when we got the the cool behind the scenes. Oh yeah, stuff we did. Got to see all kinds of neat stuff and meet all kinds of people, and I mean they they real, rolled out the red carpet. I, <laughs> I I mean seriously, the Newman folks, I, I can't say anything remotely bad it was just it was the most pleasant experience highlight of the trip by they could far not have been nicer to us. highlight by far could not have been nicer to us so but by the time we were but well, let's stop there for just a moment now they are we going to review and reflect they <laughs> they recommended <laughs> a place for us to go for lunch yes and that's when we ended up at columbia Restaurant, which is on Seventh Street in Ybor City, Cuban food, and it was outstanding. Oh my god, so good! Now our waitress. Now, and if I'm not mistaken, Ryan from the Hill had also he also recommended that. that as well. Our waitress, she was, um, vivacious. Yes, she had a very vivacious personality, and seemed and, to take to me. Yeah. It, it, that happens sometimes with weight. Why is that? I don't know, but it pisses me off because, like, you know, it's weird. We'll sit down and they'll be like, like, like exactly what happened in Columbia. She's like, have you guys been here before? And we're both like, no. And she's like, okay, well, what are you looking at? And I'm like, well, I, I think I'm going to get the steak sandwich with the plantain chips and a cup of the uh, Spanish bean soup. Oh, okay. Okay. And then Jeff's like, I think I'm going to get this pork thing. And she's like, no, 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 no. You. I, I, I'll order for you. I'll order for she you. She did, too. She goes, I'll order for you. You've never been here before. I'll order for you. And he's like, okay. She brings him out this gigantic sampler plate it of was all wonderful. kinds of different things. And I get my steak sandwich. And I'm thinking, <laughs> why did she not stop me and, like, give me something really badass? Why did she only, like, I, do that I can for explain you? Because I'm Gator. God damn it. But then... Uh, because I'm Gator. Then we ended up both getting the uh, the white chocolate bread pudding. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You had to roll me out of there. Yeah. But it was so good. And oh. I'll also say this. 
I had a cafe con leche there. And, and Nick's not a coffee I drinker. I am not a coffee drinker, but that stuff was amazing. Oh, my God. It was so, so awesome. Now, we need to back up a minute, Jeff, because okay. I think you and I skipped something. Um, Thursday night, is that when we did our Uber Eats experience? Oh, God, yeah. So so I need to back up for a moment, though. Um, so Thursday night, we had dinner at King Corona. It was, probably, it was about 5.30. And, you know, we both had the Cuban sandwiches and everything. But it was kind of early that we ate. And so by the time we got back to the room, we're both feeling a little peckish again. Yes, a mite. Mite peckish. And there's really nothing around our hotel, no. food-wise. No. Um, this, the restaurant in the hotel was clo- is closed. COVID. Corona. Yeah. Yeah. And so we really didn't have anywhere to go. And so we decided we were going to try out Uber Eats for the first time. Yes. And guys. We had an experience. It was a shit show. We had an experience. So I tried to order McDonald's because it was close and it was, you know, cheap. And I'm thinking to myself, they're saying 15 minute delivery time. We can get something real quick, real simple, real easy and go right to bed. Okay. Yes. Well, that didn't happen because for whatever reason, the app kept kicking me out of McDonald's. So now at this point, I'm going to some place called Checkers, which, you know, I think it's associated with the rallies chain, which is how we, is, know, yes. we know it up in St. Louis area. So we got our order placed at rallies and, uh, you know, so now we're watching as the Uber Eats driver goes to get it and she goes to get it and she goes to get it. And, and then she's just sitting there and yep. sitting there and sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And 45 minutes later, she leaves rallies or checkers and starts heading our way. So at this point, it's very late. It's very, yes, it's very, very, late. very late. But we're still hungry. But we're still hungry. And so I go downstairs and I meet the driver out in front of the hotel. Car pulls up. Window rolls down. I'm wearing my mask because, you know. You know, COVID. COVID. And I see these two women in the car and the just wall of pot (laughs) just hits me like a ton of bricks. I mean, through my mask, I'm getting contact high from the smoke that these two women are rolling out. And I'm thinking, Jesus. So they hand me the two drinks. They hand me the big bag of food. And I'm thinking, is this all ours? I'm like, okay, you know. And so I go upstairs. And that's when I set the drinks down on the nightstand. And the first thing Jeff does is recoils in horror. Because there's a giant hair stuck to the condensation on my my Coke. Giant black hair just stuck to your side of your cup. And I'm like, ah, it's just a hair. And I'm, no, mind you, I'm grossed out by it. But it's like, it's just a hair. But but he held it together for me. It's on the cup. It's not in the cup. You know, whatever. And so I pull it off, and I just kind of toss it away. Well, about halfway through the meal, yep, that's when Jeff discovers. I go to take a drink of said Coke. Now, by the way, I want to point something out here. Because of COVID and everything and the Uber Eats, and they've got this deal where they put this little sticker, like, sticker over the hole for the straw. Yeah. So that's to, I guess, inspire you that it hasn't been touched and, you know, it's free of COVID and everything. But that doesn't keep anybody from removing the lid. It's true. I just want to point that out. So they can take the lid off and take a drink if they want to. Not saying they did, but they could. But I go to take a drink. 
and I realized that not only was there a giant hair, there's also a set of, basically a set of fake eyelashes stuck to the side of my Coca-Cola from oh, yeah. checkers. Giant, fluttery eyelashes. Yes. Stuck to the side of your coat. And at that point, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you know, that's gross. Now, not to mention, when I lifted it up, because it was sitting on the nightstand in the hotel, and it was clean. So the next morning, I go to lift the cup up and throw it away, and I thought, you know, they were smoking pot. I wonder. I lift it up, and I look at it, and I guess it had been sitting in their drink holder in their car, and it was just covered in shake, like like the pot ashes. All on the bottom. Oh, of and I cup. showed it to just, Nick. Just it was covered oh. in it, and it was just so disgusting. Yeah. So Uber eats uh, giant fail. Yeah, in our eyes. Yeah, yeah, giant fail. We actually avoided it the whole rest of the time we were down here. Not to mention, a bag of two hamburgers and a couple of chicken strips cost us forty-two dollars when it was all said and done. It's true. Lots of fees. Yeah. Lots of fees. Yeah. So Uber eats. We're not big fans. Now here's where this gets really fun, guys. So about that li- that night, we eat. Relatively late. We did. And about 5 a.m. Oh, my God. (laughs) So (laughs) if you're a regular listener, you know that Nick and I. From our trip to Chicago. Yes. When we stay in a room together, occasionally Nick has a thing called night terrors. And I heard him get up and he's making all kinds of noise at 5 a.m. Now, granted, we have to be up at like 730. So what the fuck is he doing? And I'm dying as well. He had doing. acid reflux from the checkers. That's on us, in my, not on the in my sleep. Place. In my sleep, somehow or another, I rolled onto my stomach and I just had the worst acid reflux. And it was on me. I should have taken some of my Alka Seltzer tabs before I went to bed, knowing that I'd eaten so late, but I didn't. And eaten so poorly so late. Well, yeah. I know. And so I woke up and I had the worst burning sensation in my throat i'm coughing uncontrollably because of it i'm i'm like it's burning i can't talk i swear to god i thought he'd got covid and i asked him but he couldn't respond yeah because he couldn't talk i couldn't talk and so so that's when jeff breaks out his baking soda in water oh it 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 works like a charm but here's my thing jeff okay of all the things that you thought to pack baking soda Oh, I no, no, you don't understand. I drink it every night. I drink a teaspoon, between a tablespoon and a teaspoon of baking soda every night mixed up in water. Because if I have acid reflux, I've got it right there and I don't have to get up and I don't have to do anything. I just take a drink of it and it kills it. Hmm. It's a bicarbonate of soda. I will admit the warm water with the baking soda did help kill the acid reflux yeah. at that point it's a it's a base it, it and took it took a little while it took yep. a while i mean i you know well, it, you were pretty far gone at that point i was really far gone like to the point i almost thought i was gonna because it was, he was gagging so bad i thought i was gonna have to call an ambulance it was, and i'm not that's not a joke i really was scared it was really bad and so i uh that was so that that was that night so then pretty boy over here goes right back to sleep and again i'm horrified as always <laughs> and Heart racing, thinking he's going to die, and then I'm just wide awake until we get up and go at 7.30. All right, so that that takes care of Thursday. Dick. That does, you know, and we've already covered Friday. Um, the so, start of Friday, yeah. Yeah, the start of Friday. So then Friday night, we decide we're going to take it easy because we're wiped. Yeah. After the J.C. Norman I'm not going to lie. That tour was, I mean, and they, they were so good to us. Yes. But we were so, like, overwhelmed with information. Like, 
it, there's the a lot process everything yeah. that went on it's just amazing to me mm-hmm. what what we were able to see and take in and you know some of the behind the scenes stuff i mean guys if you go look at our um instagram pages they took us up on the roof and we got to take pictures with the uh, Cuesta Ray sign behind us. By the way, at the factory. You and I talked about how we're already smoking. Yes. I don't know if we actually said what we're smoking. So I'm smoking a nice Connecticut selection from a place called Long Ash Cigars, and it was really nice. The young lady in there's from Cuba. It. She's a, Ari. What's that? Ari. Yeah. So. And then I am currently smoking the Masita. Ma, yeah, Masita. Tabanero, Connecticut, from Tabanero Cigars. And there you go. We spoke with Yanko and got an interview with him as well, and that'll be coming up here in just yep. a little bit as well. Now there was another shop we were going to do an interview with. Right there, up until there is right up until this is probably the one down part of our trip. And it's Je- it's not even a down Je- part. Jeff's going to go we're ahead and hit. Yeah, a little bit. I'm butthurt. I know. So there I'm, was this I've, really I've nice held him store back this far. And we, but, we, we got cigars there. We liked it. We even went I, back. I, I like the cigars from there. We I bought quite a bit of cigars from there. went back to buy more cigars from uh-huh. there today. And it was at that point that we noticed the little stickers that we'd handed out. Because we have the Cigar Pulpit stickers that we love to hand out freely when we're places and talk about our podcast. People know our stickers. And what we do. Yep. And the people at this cigar shop had actually taken our sticker and put it on their uh, little Apple card reader thing. You know, little for the cash register, yeah, little, little cash wrap thing. Yeah, exactly, the little thing yeah. you sign and all that. Except they cut off the pulpit. Yeah, basically they just left cigar. It just says and just cigar. Cut everything else off and cut our. And Jeff took great offense. To I the, was really to offended the defi- at that the defiling of our sticker. Yes, to the point we didn't do an interview with him or even ask. Jeff didn't even want to buy the cigars. No, I, I wanted to set the cigars down and walk out. But I liked the cigars a lot, and so I decided I was still going to suck it up and buy the cigars. We now, I will say the part that did irritate me, too. Uh, the gentleman was on the phone. Yeah. There was an order being placed. Which was fine. And, and that's fine. I get it. He was by himself. You know, he's play, taking There were two a, rollers there that probably could have checked us out, but whatever. Could they have? I don't know. You don't know that. There so were three people working. Let's just assume that those two rollers were busy and not able to actually handle people. Okay, all we'll right? go with that. So there's one person actually working. Yes. All right? He's on the phone taking an order. And again, I'm fine with that. That's business. Yep. I can wait. You got to do business. It's when he then got done with taking the order and then proceeded to start having a conversation. Held his finger up to us like one minute. Like one minute. And then started having a conversation with the person on the phone about whatever personal bullshit. And that's when I'm thinking, boy, I am standing here with $150 worth of cigars. And you're telling me to wait a minute? Yeah, just stay there. While that, I have a conversation. I'll admit, that's when I was tempted to walk away. But again, I really like the cigars. So. They were good cigars, but so, we're not even going to name the shop. No, nope, we're not going to name just, it because it, I don't, don't, don't want to say anything negative about anybody. Just and to, name them. And name them. Yeah. Just expressing a problem. Yeah. And it's a shame because I really do like the cigars. Well, let's put it this way, guys. You're going to hear some names thrown out on the show. And if you do a little bit of looking into Ebor... You might be able to figure out who we've left out. Especially if you go to Ebor and you see Cigar on the card reader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to know who we're talking yeah, about pretty quickly. If you quickly. see Cigar with our classy yellow no, and, and they our had font done that, and everything. If they had done that with one of the stickers but had our other sticker up somewhere, that they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, they, they totally cut off all of our information and just kept Cigar. Yeah. So with that, we'll, we'll move on. I'm a little bitter. But... um. 
I don't even remember where we're at. So Friday, Friday night, Friday, yeah. Friday, we got done with the Newman tour. We were dead dog tired, dead dog tired, and that's when we determined and and very very full from Columbia. So we didn't immediately go to dinner because you know just it, we were full. Yes. So we decided we go down to the hotel bar. It's right next to the lovely pool, and that's when we met Carly, the bartender. Could not have been nicer. Couldn't have been nicer. Sweet so, kid. So we hung out at the bar and um, met a guy named Mike. Mike is a uh, temporary resident. Yes, he's here working at the hotel, working IT, he's and staying here at the hotel, working, working locally, and so he's staying here at the hotel for a little bit. And so we had a wonderful, and, and we met Steve. He's the general manager of the hotel. Could not have been super nicer. nice guy. Uh, gave us a late checkout here on our last day, yes. which was perfect. Perfect. And so, um, anyway, we uh, we had a great time sitting down there. And I got wasted. Oh, annihilated. Now, we also met um, our friend Ryan and our friend Jess and her husband. Chris. Chris. And we, we, made, we made really good, like, lasting friendships with people for one night at the bar. <laughs> is, that for, a, is that a good way to put it? For one night at the yeah. bar. Yeah, exactly. Could so, not have been nicer. Lasting friendships for one night Nick at the bar. Nick got annihilated. I, I, got, I got really drunk. Mike, there was this Mike drink, had a special drink. And I was drinking it. Car- they, they've even named it after him at the they bar. Did, they did, and Carly was making it, and I had two of them, and it was it was starting to get me there. If you're at Hotel Alba, ask for the MIT. So it was starting to get me there, but then I finally told Carly, "Hey, can you make me one of those?" But just go really light on the ice. Yeah, that's when things went into overdrive. Yeah. Next thing I know, it's yeah. not, it, the the fact that you had eight of those. Yeah, isn't the reason. It's the lack of ice. Mm. I started feeling really good after the like third and then eventually fourth. And that's when they just kept going down really, 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 really easy. I moved on to, well, I'm not a big drinker. So I moved on to club soda and tonic water. It was a thing. And so I got wasted and, but that was fine. Cause we were here at the hotel. All you had to do was pour yourself into the room, which I took video of. You did. I did. And that will not ever be posted <laughs> anywhere. It was, it was, guys, it's bad enough that guys, you, it's gold. It's bad enough that you called uh, Dave Rivera from Martinez and and Nick Gervais from My Monthly and had them on a three way call, listening to me just being a drunken idiot <laughs> in the room. It's bad enough that you did that, but um, well, hey, you got to give me credit. They wanted to go um, on the Instagram. Live. Yeah, they wanted to go Instagram live with it, and thankfully that we did not. I I. I However, a cooler had prevailed, and I did not. Do however, that. Jeff, I'm going to do you a favor here. Okay, I make fun of you a lot on the show. I use the soundboard quite a bit. You against you yes. against you. That's okay. I cut out clips of you saying things and the, them, out, some in and some out of context. Use them out of context. I I you know played the bidet noise quite a bit. You know I do a lot of embarrassing stuff as it relates to you. That's that's kind of the stick. And that's so and so right now, uh, we're going to do. A very special Ask the Boys. So, guys, um, normally this is what I would say. Get, get us your questions. Area code 863-874-0000. Um, I don't have questions for you and me in this, Jeff. What I have is I have a voicemail that Somebody. I called and left the Ask the Boys hotline thought it would be a good idea to call our own hotline while wasted <laughs> i mean i am just fucking you're gonna have to bleep some names because there's some shit said. i'm gonna bleep yeah there's gonna be some beeps in this guy so yeah. you know it's just we met it, other people at the bar too so we're gonna leave some names out 
Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to leave some stuff out for the sake of protecting the innocent. But, or not so. Or not so. But in this case, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to give you guys a peek into our Friday night <laughs> and my drunken <laughs> ramblings. So here we go. This is fucking weird talking to myself. I'm fucking drunk. Jeff and I hung out at the hotel bar. I got this dude named Laid with his fucking wife, but you know that's not the way that went down. She was gonna bang him anyway, but like I got her drunk, so she's willing to do butt stuff, and that's (laughs) awesome. Her name was. We don't know that. There was this dude. He was offering me coke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? It was cool because he was nice, and this is the way this night went. And, oh, yeah, Carly was the best bartender ever. She got me really fucking drunk on these goddamn bourbon whatever the fuck. So, okay, this was the Ask the Boys. From the boys, which is, oh, yeah, and I gave Carly a $100 tip because she was awesome. But, yeah, anyway, so, all right. You sure? I don't know what the fuck. But, seriously, this was the bo- Ask the Boys. From the boys. From the boy. Are you sure any of this was a good idea to play? Now that you've heard it in the light of day. I mean, I think people needed to have an idea of what was going on. So, anyway, that was Ask the Boys. Oh, my God. So, okay, that kind of gives you guys an idea of how Friday night went. It was a thing. Yes. (laughs) It was definitely a thing. From there, we we slept until fucking noon on Saturday. Yeah, a little bit. We slept in. And basically, Saturday was a nice, chill day. We just went down to Ybor, just hit up a bunch of places again, just kind of hung out, had a wonderful time. Um, down in Ebor and just wait, you know, and I, and I, I split off from Jeff for a little bit to go do some nerd stuff. I went and visited a couple comic book shops down in the area and, uh, found a few nice now, things. No. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Cause I that was on Sunday at, uh, King Corona. Yeah. And just had, I planted myself in the picture window up front mm-hmm. and just watched the world go by, smoked copious amounts of cigars. And had such a good time. And by the way, the coffee at this place is phenomenal. I had a double espresso, and then I had later, I had a latte. And I'm telling you guys, that Cuban coffee is just outstanding. (laughs) Outstanding. So I am all lit up on all the caffeine and smoking cigars like it's my job, which I guess it kind of is. And had such a good time. So Nick goes to the comic book shops, comes back, and we reconvene. Yes. So we come back to the hotel, and it's still semi-early for a weekend night in Tampa. but I'm hungover. Yeah, he was. I'm really not feeling... And at this point, my head has stopped pounding, you know, and everything. I'm just kind of... I'm tired. Yes. At this point. So we toyed around with going out to a club. We decided, now, you know what? Let's just chill. And we came down to the fire pit. Yeah, the bar had already closed. That's the one thing about this bar, is it closes pretty early, and that's... I, I In my drunken ramblings, I talk about how I tip Carly so much. The reason I tip Carly so yeah. much is because I basically convinced her through my drunkenness, I guess, to, to stay open 
an extra period. hour. And, yeah, she was here until like 11, 11.30. Yeah. And normally that bar closes by 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I paid for her time in a roundabout way. In a roundabout way. You know. And, and it helped out because there were a number of... She had a, a lot hop, of people She had a up. hop and bar by the time it was all said and done. It was not just the people that you named, but there were all these other people oh, yeah. that showed up. And we were all interacting and having a good <laughs> the one, time. The one with the Coke. And, and, and it was and, just... Yeah, I will leave that and, one unnamed. And the married couple that apparently I was trying to help. But anyway, we'll, we'll move we on We mentioned from that. them earlier. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> They could not have been nicer. I'm not beeping their names if you're going to do that. They could not have been nicer. And we have no confirmation on the butt stuff. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No. We just want to point that out. That was all in Nick's head. We saw nothing of them after that (laughs) night. Like they would ever come around us again. Although they were enjoying. five doors down the hall They were enjoying. They were enjoying your drunken stupor. I'm not going to lie. Ah, well. We had a good time because we, they They had had a few drinks. I bought all their drinks You did buy all their drinks. I, I was relatively stone cold sober, and we were having a good time watching you. Which I don't know why when you, you fell were doing off that. the bar stool. I don't remember that. But anyway. you didn't. I'll, I'll be honest though, you fell off, but it was so like you 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 stuck the landing, like you didn't fall to the ground. You fell off the bar stool and caught yourself. It, you might as well have thrown your arms up in the air and got a got like a nine point five or something. Sweet. Yeah, it was it was impressive. Then you walked over and nearly took our table out. Well, okay. Yeah, that was that was enjoyable to watch. Problematic, but anyway. So, <laughs> did we ever close? Ask the boys with the music. Yes, we closed. Ask okay, the good. boys. Good God. Oh my God. Anyway, so yeah. So Saturday night, the bar was closed, which is probably for the best. That's when you and I just decided let's just sit out by the fire pit. Yep. And enjoy the evening and just kind of sit out. And that's oh, what we did. It was so nice. That's what we did. Well, and, and that's the thing. We're from St. Louis, and we talked a lot about this. When we left in St. Louis, the high there was the low here. Mm-hmm. We have enjoyed it has been seventy-five to eighty degree weather all the whole time for the high, and maybe sixty-five degrees at night. Yeah, the it's whole just time been gorgeous. It's been wonderful. I want to move here in the worst way. <laughs> I know. I want to figure out a way to live here. And so Saturday night was really just a nice chill night. So then that leads us to Sunday. Yes, and Sunday. That's when Jeff wanted to go to the beach. Yes. I okay. said that was part of my deal. We got to have a beach day if we're coming down here. Because as a kid, I grew up going to Clearwater Beach with my parents. We did it for three different years. I don't think they were all consecutive, but three years when I was a kid, we came down here. And I wanted to go spend some time at Clearwater Beach, and we did. We went to this great restaurant called Frenchie's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right on the beach. It's on the outer, you know, on the sandbank or outer island or whatever yep. you want to call it. And it's right on the beach. You, you got go your there. oysters. Oh, I loved all oh, the oysters were so good. Now, prior to going to the beach, though. Yes. I had one more comic shop that I wanted to hit. And this is where it gets janky. I had one more comic shop I wanted to hit. <sighs> Boy, this turned into a thing. Nerd alert. I'm not going to lie. I really expected this to be like a pop-in, shop for maybe 20 minutes, pop you out. know, pop out, head to the beach. Yep. That's not how that went down. Well, unfortunately, what I didn't realize is they were having a quote-unquote celebrity signing that day. Let me tell everyone who it was. Feel free. The red goddamn ranger from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, it was the Red Ranger. And someone, and one of the bad guys? I don't know who the somebody hell Somebody else. I didn't watch Power Rangers as a kid. And yeah. so Here, the, actually, I took a there, picture. There I can tell is, you who it was. There is a line out in front of this place. Yes. So I go up to the guy at the front of the line, and I'm going to call him Skullet because he was bald on top but had the <laughs> longest mullet with the rest of his hair that I've ever seen. And Skullet, <laughs> I tell Skullet, hey, um, 
is this line for the Red Ranger? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well. Was, and they were also featuring Zordon, whoever the fuck Zordon is. I don't know is. who anyway. Zordon is. But yeah. anyway, so I'm like, well, here's the deal, bud. Um, I don't care about the Red Ranger. I'm literally just here to shop. So can I just pop on in? And he's like, no, we're at capacity. Yeah. So I had to wait in the line for the Red Ranger. 40 minutes? Plus. We actually watched You someone. left. Yeah, you, I left. You went to Walmart. I went to Walmart. Yeah. For some items that yeah. one day you guys will know the full story Merry Christmas. about that. But anyway. Just remember, when you see our, our Merry see Christmas, our Christmas post, card, just remember yeah, that's why know. Jeff went to Walmart. But yep. anyway, so we, uh, so we split up, and I stay outside. We actually watched someone pass out in line. Yeah, before you left, this poor woman in front of us wearing her mask, standing outside, which that was the dumbest thing. We're all standing outside in our masks. Socially distanced, but masks you know, up. Whatever. Yeah. And so she uh, she passed out from the from the heat and standing. And I don't know if she locked her knees or what happened, but yep. she passed out. And thankfully, her boyfriend caught her. Dropped like a stone. And um, so we got her a bottle of water. But Skullet's just standing up at the door just watching <laughs> this. And I'm thinking, you're the employee. Why the hell are we it the was, people in line helping this poor woman? It was time to shine. Yeah, it's like, well, and that's the thing. And this is where I come at this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this guy's a comic book guy. All are right? we going to name the shop or should we not? Oh, Emerald City Comics. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there, so Emerald, there it was. Emerald, okay. Emerald City Comics. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, Skullet standing there at the door watching this poor woman go down and and his job by god must have just been to hold open the door and let like one person in at a time so and he didn't stop even when this poor woman goes down he stands there just staring and i'm thinking to myself as a comic book guy shouldn't you have just been like holy shit this is my time to shine (laughs) i need to spring into action and help this poor woman because god that's what superman would do but no he stands there like a lump of shit just staring as you and the guy behind me go running to the freaking Italian ice cart to yeah. buy this woman a bottle of water and bring it over. And then, then, then she goes and sits in the car, leaves the car running with the air conditioning, and everything while her boyfriend and God love him. He said, he flat checked out, on her. Yeah. He, he, he said flat out, I, we can leave. We can leave. And she's like, no, no, I want you to do this. I'll go sit in the car, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, this guy loves the Red Ranger. I guess so. And yeah. so he so came, did everyone else in that line but us. So he came back, and um, when he came back, that's when Skullet asked him, like, is he okay? <laughs> and, um, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you, piece, you utter and complete piece of shit. And at that point, I checked out and went to Wally World. Yeah, and I'm no. just like, you piece of shit. So finally, I get inside the shop, and... I go in and they've got this thing kind of like, like they've created like this little aisle way to get to the line that you have to go in. Yeah. And I blow right past it. And everybody's <laughs> looking at me like, he, he's going around the line. What is he doing? I don't know what he's doing, you know, and all this. But I just start shopping and I get I get what I need. Oh and and then I need. Wait, wait, what did you need? Well, I get Comic what I, I got what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Well, one of the, some of them that I wanted were behind this counter in this like special area with their kind of higher dollar price comics, right? And that's where they had You're not just out for the riffraff. Oh no, you that's know, where they had the grading yeah. service people set up on the counter. Yeah, because they didn't have them priced. No, 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 no. The, we're talking something different. They had a grading service on site that would certify that the Red Ranger just signed your Power Ranger shit and give you a certificate of authenticity right there on the spot. <laughs> and they had, I swear to God. 
So they had no, no. You're making that up. No, I swear There's to God, no way that was I watched real. a dude pull a freaking four foot plastic sword out of a box and get a certificate of authenticity from Zordon, saying that this dude just signed this sword and everything right there in front of me. So like, I'm wanting to look at some like old uncanny X Men comics, and I've got the freaking you know grading service there, and I ask one of the employees, hey. Do you guys have any of this run of the X-Men? And they're like, oh, it's behind the counter, but that's where the grading service is set up. And I'm like, well, that's a damn shame because I really want to spend some money here. So you know what happened? Skullet comes around to help me out. And I'm thinking, well, fuck me. You know, because I have done nothing but not hide my disdain for Skullet since, like, (laughs) the start of this. So I'm thinking, of all people that have to help me, of course it's him. And so... He we comes, don't know his actual name. I don't That's know his actual best. name. It is best. But he comes around and, you know, he helps me out. And um, I ask him, like, what are these priced? You know, and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, so we have to look them up and we have to grade them and then check the price in the Overstreet price guide. So now I have to stand there while he grades each and every mind one of you, the comics that, mind you, has already been in their collection and should have been graded and priced already. Mind you, at this point, I've left Walmart, and I'm headed to Frenchie's on the beach. And I'm just getting pissed and pissed and <laughs> he's pissed. texting me, and it, he's ramping up with every text. And he's taking <laughs> a sweet time, flipping through these comics, looking at all these pages, and determining, oh, is that a folder? What is that? And, you know, and all that. And I'm just like, what the fuck, guy? Just price the damn comic. So finally, and, and and honestly, if it wouldn't have been one of those things where I just kind of wanted to buy these, I probably would have just told him to just, I, I would have, but I was already committed at this point. And I'm in like, for a penny, you know, in for a pound. I'm like, fine, I'll go ahead. So I buy these books, and at this point, I I I get done, I, I, I'm calling my Uber, and... He tells me he's getting in his Uber. I'm actually sitting in the restaurant, enjoying my oh, tea, no. ordering my apps. Just wait. Yeah. So I call my Uber. My Uber car is seven minutes away. Then my Uber car is three minutes away. And that's when I get the text, hey, I'm having to stop to get fuel. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, you probably should have thought of that before you accepted the ride. But, you know, fine. You know, I swear to God, I don't know if she had to, like, go to the Middle East and extract the oil herself and truck it back to then, you know, like, refine it to make the (laughs) the gasoline for her car or what she had to do. But she took forever. Well, then she gets there. And I get in the car, and she's on the phone. And I hear her go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. And she hangs up on this person. So we pull out. We leave. And then I hear this crunching noise. She's up there with her mask down around her neck. And she's just shoving food in her mouth. <laughs> just just chomping on, like, popcorn or something. Oh and I'm God. thinking, I don't really particularly care. But at the same time, it's kind of like, what? Yeah. And And... Mind you, there's no conversation. It's silent. It's dead silent between well, us. Well, and part, something we left out earlier, because we are jumping around here a lot, but we'd almost been killed the day before in an Uber ride. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so we leave the J.C. Newman factory to go to Columbia for lunch, and we're in an Uber, and the Uber driver, Jeff is on the phone with his newspaper, and it's kind of obnoxious, but it's crisis, something that you know. I'm used to with Jeff, which is that, heaven forbid he use the earpiece, he has to put everybody on speakerphone. I took it off speaker. Because you even called me out, I took it off speaker. So yeah. I'm just having the conversation. So, yeah. so at this point, we're now sitting at a two-way stop, and I'm looking down at my phone, and just out of the periphery, right when our driver starts to pull forward to cross the street, 
he, um, I, out of my periphery, I see a car coming from the right. And I, and it's t- so close that I can't even actually formulate the word. I just let out like this guttural, like, <laughs> kind of noise. That was enough to make him stop the car. And his stopping and that other car swerving probably resulted in the inch and a half of clearance yeah. that prevented us from There cla- was a crashing. half a foot or less between the two vehicles as the one went by us at at least 45 miles an hour. I, we would have been T-boned and I would have died. Because it, it was gonna, it was hitting the ba- passenger side of the car, which is the side I was on. This would be a whole different conversation with me just doing it by myself now. That Uber driver nearly killed us, and then blamed me because I and was then, on the phone. Yeah, and then like after the car passes and it's silent for like a split second in the car, that's when the Uber driver says, "I couldn't see him because I couldn't hear over his phone call." To which I wanted to be like, what the fuck does him being on the phone and you not being able to hear have to do with you using your goddamn eyes? Exactly. But evidently, they were connected. Oh, my God. Needless to say, the Uber review of that ride was less than stellar. It was less than, yes. And the tip was non-existent. Yep. And we'll just leave it at that. So flash forward. Now Nick's in a car now with I'm someone in the eating car. while they're driving. They're eating. It's stone cold silent. And I swear to God, that was the longest drive from that comic book shop to the beach. That had to have been like half an hour. So Nick texts me and says, hey, go ahead and order me the quesadilla. Yep. So I order him the quesadilla. I'm not a seafood guy. So he, I was looking at the menu. Gets and to I the found restaurant, this quesadilla. And then rails on me because I only ordered him the quesadilla. Well, no. What I railed on you about was it was an appetizer. And I wanted it right when I got to the restaurant because I was starving because it was already 2.30 in the afternoon. But you didn't say that. And I was pissed. I because thought that was your entree. Well, it, yeah. You got your freaking oysters and shrimp. And I'm sitting there looking at you eating. And I'm I offered like, you some. And I'm like, where the fuck is my chicken quesadilla? I offered you oysters and shrimp. So yeah, anyway, yeah. So I got a chicken sandwich. And then that quesadilla ended up being, being big enough that I probably could have just eaten that on my that, own. That little Frenchie's place is it was, really it was good. good. It was yeah. good. So then we just hung out at uh, Clearwater Beach after that. Oh, we had a ball. It, it was, was so nice. nice. We went down. Okay, so we scammed some some seats and an umbrella because the people that had them already left. And, you know, we paid like 10 bucks and we got to finish out the day with, you know, essentially a, a $10 umbrella and seats. We had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Sat out. Watched I hadn't th- been to that beach since I was 12 with my parents, and it was very nostalgic for me. So I appreciate you uh, making, you know, helping me make time to get down there. Oh, no, it was fine. Yep, I mean, that was fun. It was nice. So we watched the sun go down and got some It was ice, really romantic. Got some iced tea. For the two of us. From Frenchies. Why you got to make it weird? <laughs> Why you got to make it weird? We, you got to admit, we probably did look like a couple. Yeah, thanks Sitting to you. Sitting there in our chairs. And, yeah. Well, the and there's one aspect that I won't get into. That Merry definitely, Christmas. Yeah. Wait for Christmas, but, guys. Um, Wait for Christmas. But yeah, so no, we're we're sitting there and got some iced teas from Frenchies at this point after the sun went down, had another cigar, and then we got done at the beach and came back here to the hotel where we once again sat out by the fire Ordered pit. pizza. We got some Papa John's and... You know, we probably could have found some local pizza. But, but they all use the Uber they Eats. They all use Uber Eats. Yep. And if you think back to our Thursday night, we we're, didn't want to do We're doing Uber that Eats. again. So nope. we wanted a pizza place that just had a delivery staff of their own. And, well, that was really just Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's. Yes. So Which we, we did Pizza Hut and uh, earlier in the You did Pizza weekend. Hut the night um, that, you got that I got lit. wasted. Yeah. I was still full from Columbia, and I didn't even eat the rest of the day. I had a nice plate meal. of pasta from Pizza Hut. It was really good. 
had breadsticks and wings. Yep. I didn't order the breadsticks. They just came with it. So I gave those out to everybody at the bar. But you had wings. I did have wings. Those wings yeah. were good. So, But yeah, the Papa John's was really nice. We sat by the fire pit, had a couple of sticks. Just, you know, enjoyed our evening. It's Again, the weather has been... It's been phenomenal. Immaculate, yeah. So then today, today being Monday, we uh, we went down, back down to Ebor. Well, I packed up my bags and whatnot. And you're, we, you're completely glossing over the very, very mild night terror you had. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about with that. Okay, so at like 2 o'clock in the morning, I hear Nick go, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, we're doing this again. And I, I lean over and I'm like, Nick? Yeah? And he goes, Jeff? And I said, yeah. I said, are you okay? And he goes, he goes I'm not really asleep yet. <laughs> what? I don't remember any of this. Yes. And he just falls back asleep. And again, there I am with my heart racing. <laughs> Damn it. I got to get my own room from now on. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Um, and, and yeah, in this morning, you didn't remember it at all. At no, all. I don't remember this at all. <sighs> so, yeah. So, no, we, um, I guess that happened. <laughs> oh, um, no, it happened. <laughs> I should just leave a recorder running all night to catch one of these. Because <laughs> oh, people have no idea the horror. Oh, let's talk about the horror in the hotel room. Okay. So we'll start with the fact that the the one complaint that I have about the Hotel Alba, the one and only complaint whatsoever, is the bathroom door is like a sliding kind of barn door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't have like a lock or a latch. It needs a latch. It needs a latch. Yeah. And so... Well, what happened is Jeff would, like, slide this door quickly when he had to take a piss, and it would hit the end and then kind of reopen a little bit. <laughs> Just slowly. And that's when I would hear... So, our shower, it's like a subway tile. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of kind of tile with, like, a floor. Yeah. It's an actually a really nice shower. It's a really nice hotel. But the thing about it is um, I would hear I would hear Jeff go into the bathroom, and then I would hear this just overwhelmingly long and loud just noise of liquid hitting <laughs> the tile in the bathroom. You need to thank me because in, in I'm keeping you from getting athlete's foot. He pissed. He never used the toilet to piss. No. Every time he pissed, he pissed into the shower and then I would hear the he shower. the athlete's foot. He would, Jeff, every, you need to continually do that every time. By the way, I think that's fucking disgusting. They clean these, but 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 be that as it may, every single time you have to go in there, you just you just it's like you're an animal. You just freaking piss on the floor, and then hit the shower, and it's like meh, meh, whatever. It's athlete's foot. Just cleaning my athlete's foot. You know, <laughs> I had fuck? shower shoes. That's disgusting. That's just disgusting. It kills the bacteria. It's just disgusting. I washed it down. Just disgusting. And I may then, let it ruminate for a while and then wash it down. And then, so normally the other thing that Jeff has an issue with in hotel rooms are the TV remote controls. Well, yes. here they had clean, they had cleaned the remote control and put it in this like little plastic like, condom. like sealed bag. Yeah, like a remote condom. And so Jeff all weekend has left this thing in the bag. <laughs> and so I always know when he's like dicking with the TV remote because I'll hear this like crumpling noise very similar to like when he's opening a cigar with the cellophane i'll just hear this crumpling noise as he's like screwing with the remote control but that way i knew it was clean because the plastic was and much cleaner not, than the remote could have been getting into all the like just horrific farts you've been ripping at me all weekend oh yeah in that room and it's just been so foul like having to deal with that 
Aren't you glad we stayed God together? Damn. Every time we split a room, I always think to myself, why did I do this? And then I remember, oh, yeah, I saved money. Yeah. But I just want to beat my head against the wall. But at what wall. cost? At what cost? <laughs> then we're down here at the bar, and you're just like, oh, just charge it to the room, 815, no big deal. Okay, you wanted a water. I and, did. Oh, and I got a club soda. Or no, I got a tonic water. And the guy had already cashed out the register. It was it was last night, you know, about 9 o'clock. And they were shutting down already. So the only way he could run it was to put it on the room. But Nick's so bitter about that. Never mind. And the three, beef jerky. The, the beef jerky that you ordered yourself at true, the freaking front. The $300 bar bill from the it was uh, Friday night. It was 150 you piece of shit. <laughs> $150, it wasn't $300. Oh, my God. It was awesome. Anyway. Oh, so bitter. So today we got up and we headed back down to Ybor City because why not? Yep. I wanted to buy some more cigars, ironically, from the place that kind of pissed me off. And I think your dad's <laughs> recommendation was really good for lunch. Yeah, Gasper's Grotto. Yeah. It's like a little, like, pirate Kind of like themed. a pirate-themed restaurant yeah. or whatever, but oh, my God, the Cuban sandwich that I had from yeah. there was amazing. And I had a Cuban Reuben. You it was did really good, yeah. You did. So we went there and ate, and it was just absolutely lights yep. out. And then we walked along a little bit. That's when we went over to um, the Long, Long Ash, Long Ash Cigars, and met Ari. And then uh, from there, we uh, we went by that one shop that will remain nameless that kind of pissed us off. And then and it's a shame because it were their sticks are really good. But then anyway. that's when Jeff decided, no, I haven't dicked with Nick enough. So I called the Uber to get us back to the hotel because we had we had something that we, we had, had like to, three minutes to kill. We had something we had to get back to the hotel for, and so I called the Uber, and he uh, we're walking back to where we have to meet the car. Jeff notices this statue of a guy reading a newspaper. Yeah, that's across the street down the way in this little courtyard, and he just goes darting after it like a freaking you know squirrel chasing something shiny and so now i'm like standing there going fucker the car's gonna be here like in a minute because i'm looking was. at my phone and it's like it's like on the street it's gonna be there in a minute and as he like crosses the street the car passes us to pull up to the spot the pickup spot yep and so now i'm walking and i yell at him i'm like i'm leaving your ass and he's just like then i see the funniest sight all weekend, which was Jeff running to the car. I beat you to it. You beat me to it only because you were running, but I don't really want to call it a run. Down the middle of the street. It's like you're like fast waddling while holding your pants up. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing. And so, but between that and then just you just dicking in the car, just every time the guy would take a turn, he'd like go leaning over onto me real hard. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? I didn't just, think I had pissed you off enough. Oh my god! Yeah, you 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 accomplished it. We have had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and now Monday. We have had five days together, uh, just endless. And it's, it's good that Thanksgiving is coming up this week. Yeah. Which I realize this drops after Thanksgiving, but we're obviously recording it while yeah. in Tampa, so it's good that Thanksgiving's coming up this week because we can distance distance yeah. a little bit, a little that. time apart. But oh like, my! Make the heart girl look. Oh funner. my god! It Ugh. was just ignorant. This I can't say. We're 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 recording now. We're going to be leaving the hotel here in about a half hour to head to the airport. 
And I'll be honest with you guys, this has been the greatest trip. I cannot recommend highly enough coming down to Tampa, going to Ybor City, just hang out. It's like Cigar Mecca. There's people just walking around on the street smoking cigars. It's so laid back. There's a cigar shop every other, you know, 10 feet. I mean, yeah. it's just they're everywhere. And they're hand rolling right there in front of you. It's just so much fun. And the the Newman Factory, guys, You, if you like cigars, if you appreciate cigars, you have got to go tour this factory. They've got this great little history area set up. Um, they've got a nice little shop out front. And I, I got to give them credit. I got to give the Newman people credit. They don't just have their cigars there. No, they, they have, have other yeah from other, from other cigars from around Ebor City. City, and they are for sale in their shop. And they, you know, it's kind of that rising rising tide raises all boats thing. Is they want to really, you know, take care of Ebor City and take care of the people around them. And that's the good thing about this factory and the tours that they're going to be giving is it's going to become a destination place for cigar smokers, Precisely. even more than Ebor City already is. Yep. But seriously, guys, if you don't have Ybor City and Tampa on your your cigar bucket list of places to go, add it. You need to add it yep. because we. I'm, I'm. I've heard a lot about this city, and it's been kind of one of those ones that I'm like, you know, I'd really like to get down there. I'd really like to get down there, and it was just kind of on a whim, you know, the whole COVID thing. It just was. We needed some, something. We were to getting. Do. We were getting cabin fever. We and needed something to I'm do. I'm so incredibly glad that we did this. Um, all irritations with jeff aside so incredibly <laughs> glad that we did this he's glad he did it maybe not so much i came with i mean him. you know whatever yeah. but but honestly it was it was a fantastic time and this is not going to be my last trip down here i have had just the best time and i have every intention of coming back again because there's stuff we didn't hit i oh, mean that's no. the thing there are a lot of things down here we didn't hit just in in this amount of time i mean it's yeah. it's it's just great. And and just hanging out, just sitting out front of one of these spots, watching the world go by, oh, enjoying the weather. It was just it's 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 amazing. So yeah, it really is. We can't say enough good stuff about it. You got to come down here and do well, this. Well, Jeff, we have a couple interviews that we uh did with some of the uh local uh shop owners. Yes. So, why don't we go ahead and get into those? Let them tell you a little bit about their Let shops. Them tell you a little bit about it, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. You got it. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Yanko. He is the owner of Tabanero Cigars. Jeff and I we came down to to Ybor City, and you know we found this place on the corner, and it was just so inviting and and kind of it was it was, had this kind of classic look to it, but it had this real modern kind of feel to it as well. And so we we wanted to make sure we swung by. So Yanko, tell us a little bit about your shop. Well, uh, we, we believe in the enjoyment of craftsmanship, and we always look into details. That's why probably you can spot in our brand that we want to take what Tampa Cigars used to be to a next level by craftsmanship, by mixing technology with uh, the luxuries of cigars. And we started here in Ybor City 10 years ago. I spot opportunity because there was not really a handmade brand made in Ebor. It was uh, Jason Newman that had been here for a long time, but it was all machine made. We believe that somehow we have inspired the new blood on the Newman family to start a small handmade production. They came to our shop a few times, they saw the operation, 
and we feel proud that they started again to do handmade cigars. We believe that for the last 10 years, we've been working to represent Tampa, what Tampa used to be. We are a small shop. We are four cigar rollers. We produce 120,000 cigars a year. We are ready for wholesale. We finally decide is uh, we've been established for 10 years. We have a lot of uh, content trajectory in the in the industry. So we're ready to offer a product to all the retailers. We've been asked many times. No, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your cigars. So I went through the uh, humidor with one of your salesmen, and he was super knowledgeable. But just kind of give me a rundown of the products that you have. And then the other thing I want to talk about are your fantastic boxes. Uh, He was telling me that you guys make all the boxes here, even the hinges and everything. And, like, these boxes are just amazing pieces of art just in and of themselves. So, So can you talk a little bit about your product? Sure, sure. Uh, thank you uh, very much for notice on the boxes. It's been a, a huge achievement. When you're a boutique, it's difficult to have packaging, to develop packaging for your product. Most of the box uh, shops in Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, they will require a minimum, a minimum of boxes. And you take a big risk of uh, boxes bending when they come in, in the container because of the humidity, temperature. Uh, you take the risk of them when they arrive here, they're the different size of what you order. Mm. So now you're stuck with 500 boxes of different size. So I said, I has to be a way how I can make my packaging, my cigar boxes right here in the U.S. And we always thinking out of the box. If you keep looking at a cigar box, you're going to bump into a lot of difficulties to recreate a cigar box, how it's always being done. But because we believe we are different, we say, you know what? CNC router or laser machine cutter. CNC router, a lot of dust, not as as precise as a laser cutter. And I said, you know what? We're going to go with a laser cutter. We bought an 80-watt laser cutter. It was inside of a crate for four months because I was afraid to touch it. (laughs) Four months. I finally opened it. I started going on YouTube, and I teach myself through YouTube how to work with the with the laser machine. And we got 14 cigars with variations of wrappers. So probably we got 42 different cigars, and they all have their own boxes. That's an achievement. And when the first time you see the box, it's kind of hard to adjust. It's kind of when you saw the Cybertruck from Tesla. Mm-hmm. The first time you saw it when it revealed, it was like, ah. But little by little, when you start understanding the whole thing behind, you go, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, when you have a box shop that only two people can make 150 boxes a day. Yeah. <laughs> most of the box shops in Nicaragua, you need at least eight, eight to ten people to run a box shop. Yeah. So... I I mean I definitely in love with the process of, of my brand. I love what I do, and I guess that's how the source opened to me and gave me the right information. The boxes keep evolving because we are we have mixed laser engraving with a screen print. We're gonna later on start stamping gold stamping. So they always continue to evolve, but definitely we're not aiming to look like a like a the conservative piano finish cigar bar that I think someone already mastered that why I'm going to imitate I have to be different no that's awesome now the other thing that I before we get into the more on your cigars because I want to detail like maybe like 
you know, because he was saying that you have, you know, mild, medium, and, and bold, you know, kind of if you could give a description of what those cigars are and goes into them. Sure. But, like, um, the one thing, I, back to the boxes real quick that I noticed is, you know, you said there's different boxes for every every cigar, every size and all that. You have different artwork on all those boxes and everything. And so, like, specifically, I ended up buying this box of torpedoes that he pointed out to me that had this really interesting locking mechanism on the top and everything. And it just it seemed really cool. Yes. Uh, we have learned that not to get stuck with the same idea or the same design. And customers even say... Oh, wow, I love this cigar, but do you have it in this type of box? <laughs> I said, no, <laughs> I wish I can please everybody, but it's not possible. Yeah. We try not to make the same box. We try to make a difference. I think we go into the character of the cigar, and we go, well, this cigar for this type of gentleman, it should have a box like this. This is all me in my head. Yeah. You know, the torpedo that you bought, uh, it's, it's a sweet tip torpedo. It's a mild torpedo. Um, a lot of people going into the lifestyle. That's the type of cigar that smoke. We're in a tourist area, uh, the historic district of Ybor City. So we get a lot of people that they're, they never smoke a cigar. But they feel so uh, connected with the vibe right here uh, that they come in pretty scared. And they say, I don't know anything about cigars. You know, and I said, well, you came to the right place. Let me, let me hold your hand and I will show you. So Torpedo Sweet Lips is one of those cigars that is a lifesaver because you come in, you don't know anything about it, it has a sweet tip, and because this is all new for you, we just don't want to give you a cigar box. We want to give you a piece of art for you to connect, for you to have a good memory that you were here and your first cigar had a beautiful box. Yeah. So like I said in the beginning, we always look into details because most of the ones that we hear, we love what we do. I have learned to attract people they love the industry to be part of the brand. Now let's talk about your cigars themselves. So as your sales guy was talking about it, it's, you know, you got mild, medium, and bold. You know, kind of, I'm not asking for the secret sauce recipe or anything, but like, you know, kind of give a little description for those of us who are tobacco nerds, you know, maybe what sure, we can sure. what we can expect from those cigars. Sure. Um, I, I'm new in this industry. It's only been 10 years, so I don't consider myself a master roller. I respect that term. I think, I think for you to become a master roller, you need a lot of experience, and experience comes with years. So I follow my palate. I have a really um, sensitive palate. If I have a really strong cigar or too papery, uh, I will lock. I will lock, and I, I don't enjoy the cigar anymore. So... I'm a guy of mild to medium, medium bodies. I, so far, up to this point, I respect the people in the industry that they know how to do a well full body cigar, mediums to full. We do them in here too, but it's not my cup of tea. I'm more into miles and medium. I believe the people that smoke occasionally, they're looking for my type of cigar. So we have a, a lot of mild cigars, different mild cigars, unique, for instance, uh, Nobody's using Colombia right now. It's new. Colombian is new. Some of the custom, some of the people in the industry, they, they say that they don't add anything to the cigar. I believe that it does. It's a sweet tobacco. We use the Viso, which is under Ligero, between, between Seco and Ligero. We use Viso from Colombia. 
I'm married to a Colombian woman. It has some some meaning for me, mm-hmm. and it makes my blend different. Most of the people, most of the stuff in the industry is mostly Nicaragua, Nicaragua, Nicaragua. No, I blend Colombia, Nicaragua. Um, I, I I try to play with a lot of sweet tobaccos because there's no secret that we are addicted to sugar. That's why I believe craft beer has become so popular because that's robust flavor. So I've, I I kind of guide myself when I'm blending cigars to be sweeter, sweetest cigar. Uh, we got our medium bodies. I play with Dominican Republic. I like Dominican Republic because it's pretty earthy. If you use the right Jalapa from Nicaragua, uh, which is also a sweeter tobacco, it will allow you to... It will allow you to enjoy the ligero or the seco from the Dominican Republic, but the earthy taste is not going to stay in your mouth lingering for too long if you do the right blending with jalapa. Mediums to full, I use more of the Dominican Republic. And then full bodies, I try to do it all Nicaragua. All Nicaragua with uh, Ecuadorian binders. I don't want a lot of Dominican on a full body because I don't like that taste. I believe that Dominican tobacco, to achieve a great balanced cigar, you have to do a really long period of fermentation. And we can do it here. We're not a, we, you can't do fermentation in the U.S. There's no way in hell. And if you, buy, if you get to buy a bell from someone in the Dominican Republic that did a great job, it will be rare. Most of the people that do an amazing job with Dominican tobacco, they're for themselves to use it in their factories. So we have a little bit for everything, a little bit for everybody. Uh, we understand uh, we are unique. A lot of my customers says, hey, Yanko, uh, you do good cigars. Why don't, why don't you do something more more on a lower level, more inexpensive? And I say, no, I decided since days one that I can be everything for everybody. I can't have a cigar for everybody, and I, I'm, I'm not into it. Uh, we have a patriarch. A patriarch. We have three lines. We have the origins, which is mostly miles. It has a silver band. We have the familia, which is a red label. And then we have the patriarch. Patriarch is two cigars. Uh, we do a small batches, and we do it from one year to the next one. So we got some of the cigars in there from patriarch. They're almost four years old and two years old. And I believe in aging. I believe in aging. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a wine drinker myself. And I believe with the right, with the right tobaccos, uh, you do a good fermentation, good aging, and, and you get a really nice uh, balanced cigar that doesn't leave any aftertaste. And then you find you experience so many tones because it's not young anymore. And, and I believe that I don't have to, we don't have to be every year coming out with a new cigar because we are new. We are new. We are new to many different customers, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm using that now that we're going to start going wholesale. I got 14 cigars, brand new 14 cigars for, for, the, for the lifestyle, for the cigar smokers, because not a lot of people know about us. No, that's fantastic. So, all right, Yanko, where can people learn about your um, cigars and where can people, maybe retailers interested in talking to you about, you know, bringing your cigars in? Where can they where can they reach out to you and and follow you? Sure. Um, We do every Sundays, every Sundays at 3 p.m. We do a, a Tabanero Live. That is a live that we do on multiple platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. 
and uh, Instagram, and we document everything about the week. How about how things are going during the week? We document how the cigar manufacturing in Nicaragua is going. So, if you want to learn a little bit more of of the brand, get to know me a little bit. Just spend some time to see my life, making mistakes, saying things that sometimes have no no meaning, and you get to know the men behind the brand. And after that, if you feel you're connecting with our story, you just get in touch with us through through our website, through our email. Uh, the easiest way to find us is bestampa, bestampacigars.com, bestampacigars.com. Once you're in our website, right at the bottom, you can see wholesale. You can press wholesale. You can see the product that we have for wholesale. Uh, this, is, this is not that I'm trying to make it sound like it. We are limited. Our first production in Nicaragua is 120,000 cigars. It's really a really small batch. So I did a small list uh, for now here in Florida of the retailers that I'm going to offer my product. For me, up to this point, it has never been about numbers. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out tonight. I know it's a busy Saturday night and everything, but we really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us. Thank you. My pleasure. And always remember, we believe in the enjoyment of craftsmanship that allows you to stop time, reflect on life, and plan the future ahead. Hey, everybody. Nick here. And as we've pointed out, we pre-recorded this episode while we were down in Tampa. Unfortunately, we had planned on getting a couple of interviews in before this episode actually came out. However, due to um, scheduling issues and the holiday being thrown in and a couple other things, we only got the one interview with Yanko figured out. But we have every intention of reaching out to Ari over at Long Ash Cigars and talking to her at a later date and a couple other people that we uh, were unable to uh, hook up with while we were down in Tampa. So, Again, we're referencing multiple interviews, but it's just the one interview. So now we'll just get back to the normal program. Well, those guys were great to give us some time and talk to us. I was, I, yes. I mean, I'm, we even had to do a couple of them over the phone because it's it's one of those deals where timing wise, it yeah. just didn't work out. Well, like for some reason, we would go into the shop and. There'd be nobody there, and it was like we were a magnet yeah, for people. Yeah, and then as soon as we were in after us. getting ready to record, suddenly it was just like, boom. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah. But, but it was, again, it's such a good time. You guys have to come down here. Make Ybor City, you know, one of your destinations to come to. You're, you're going to thank us. We've had a wonderful time, and uh, I, like I said, I have every intention of coming back. Absolutely. This, this was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. So. Now, now coming up here uh, as we uh, roll into December, we're going to be busting open a My Monthly Cigars box. Yeah, that'll be in about a week. Yep. So, Nick, what is My Monthly Cigars? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a variety of cigars sent to your door every month. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. You can also get the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything in the Robusto box, so it's good to share with a friend or family or somebody like that. Yep. And you can also... They have a a myriad of uh, Christmas gifts and things. They do. They do. And you can um, also bank on the MSRP guarantee uh, that states that the um, price of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So I know for November we were looking at like forty three dollars, 
and um, but the box itself was only thirty, so you're saving money there. Yep. And if you use our offer code Pulpit P U L P I T, that gets you free shipping on your first box, or gets you twenty percent off any of the items in their online store over at MyMonthlyCigars.com. Now, I do want to point out that Nick over at My Monthly has a holiday pack. That's right. That he has put together. And that holiday pack is a great gift for not just the cigar lover in your life, but maybe somebody that's interested in cigars, or maybe you want to just get it for yourself just as a nice little way to start off and everything like that. So I just want to point out, the holiday packs do not have applicable discount codes. Okay, so you can't use the pulpit discount code on that. However, Nick over at My Monthly has set us up with an exclusive discount code that is only for our listeners. Okay. Okay. So you want to use the holiday the code Holiday Pulpit. Holiday Pulpit. H O L I D A Y P U L P I T. Perfect. Holiday Pulpit, and that will get you free shipping when you order your holiday pack from That's Nick awesome. over at My Monthly Cigars. So I go, had no idea he'd done that. So That's guys, great. Go check out the holiday pack over at My Monthly Cigars. I think it's a really cool little gift idea, and I think it will be a nice thing for the cigar lover in your life. There you go. So Now, uh, Nick, as we finish up here, how do people reach out to us on the socials? We're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Of course, my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, CigarPulpit.com, and make sure you get those questions to us for the Ask the Boys segment at area code 863-874-0000. Well, Nick, um, you drug me kicking and screaming to Tampa. Um, I was a little apprehensive about the trip, and I don't even know why. Just nervous. Yeah. You know, just, you know, you, you know I've become kind of a hermit during the whole COVID thing. A little bit. And I can't thank you enough. This has been a wonderful experience, and I cannot wait to get back down here. I, I've had a wonderful time. I'm glad you came out of your hermit cave for this. So many cigars. And guys, yeah. the cigars are cheap. My, They are cheap. They are cheap. And, you got to get down here. And my carry-on bag is... I'm going to get stopped by the uh, TSA, I'm, oh, I'm sure, sure, because I think they're going to think I'm like muleing back something or something. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, my, my backpack is pretty much full of yeah. just cigars. And that's not the boxes. The boxes made it into... One of my suitcases. Yep. This is just the loose cigars. So yeah. we didn't want to trust those getting banged around no. in the uh, baggage. It's insane how many cigars we're bringing back. But it really is. But but we've got such good deals, and I know they're good cigars. They're all hand rolled right in front of you. It, this yep. has been wonderful. It's been great. So so guys, for the next ten more minutes or so, coming to you from Tampa, Florida. This has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.